Check, check, check. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful. There we go. Okay. It's not scuffed, I promise. This isn't a, This is not another scuffed opening. This is not. Of course not. We do great openings. No live adjustments. Everything is perfect. It's great. Anyways, welcome to the StoryWorks podcast. I'm your host, Zach Gosen. I'm your co-host, Andrew Hall. And we're here to talk about animation. Truly one of the um, most, what's the word, man? Ambitious animated projects uh, probably of this year. I mean, definitely of this year. Well, it came out in 2022. 2020 to now is just a mega year. It's true. It's just one year. It's kind of rough. It's kind of really rough. Or maybe it's just when you get older, the years, they start to blend together. Hey, now. <laughs> You're an all-star. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, today we're talking about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Um, absolutely incredible movie we got to watch over the weekend. Um, it really uh, it sparked my love for animation again. I mean... I watch a lot of animated films. I've got three kids, so um, we're constantly watching the new stuff that comes out. Um, how, how did you feel generally about this movie? Um, I really liked it. I am kind of particular about stop motion. Okay, yeah. Um, In what way? Just sometimes I don't like it. Most of the time I For don't sure. like it. Yeah. Um. Like, I'm not, like, a Wallace and Gromit kid. Are you kidding me? You're not a Wallace and Gromit kid? Nah, dude, I was a chicken run kid. Oh, yeah, you know, you're right. You're... <laughs> Wallace is pretty fucking scary, dude. Yeah, wait like... till you meet Gromit. <laughs> Thank God. But, um, yeah, so, like, it's got to be the right kind of, uh, like, the plot has to be really good. For me to like get into stop motion. Gotcha. And and like how how the characters look. Yes. Like what kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can get taking. down to like uh, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. Yeah. You know, my Tim Burton beat, Corpse Bride, all that. T B. T B baby. Tuberculosis. Pour one out. That's what we call a visual gag. <laughs> you got to watch the StoryWorks podcast to get that one. Three cameras. We have three cameras today. One, two, three. Ah. Uh, it's wild. It's like an actual production now. It's crazy. It's like we're doing things. We're doing it for you. So hop on YouTube and check it out. Watch us. That's what we call a visual <laughs> But yeah, um, I really liked this movie. Um, I'm a slut for anything biblically accurate. You're a, you're you a saucy put, little tart. If you put eyes on wings, I'm there. Oh, yeah. That was a... I mean, there's just such incredible character design in this movie. I mean, world design. It's it's really incredible what they came together and did Oh, absolutely. For this. Uh, all the characters are pretty fun, even the ones that suck. Yes, we we have lovable characters and we have very unlovable characters. Um, but yeah, it, like the music was good, the Absolutely. character designs were really good. Yes, the voice acting was like superb. So good. So good. Lots of unexpected elements. I mean, I really yeah. didn't know what to expect. Going no, into this. when I went in, I was like, "This is a retelling of Pinocchio," but I wasn't sure. Shout out to the homie Ben who put us on this. Uh, he just told me, like, "Yeah, it takes place during World War II Italy." 
that's like an immediate like, huh? Yeah, I what? was just like, what? Yeah. Benito Mussolini is in it. Though for a short time, it's literally just, just for nice. like one scene. Yeah, but it's like hilarious for sure. And that whole angle, um, you know, if you watch the trailer, they're gonna take angles that you don't anticipate. So like, when you see the obvious like carnival, the carnival um, aspect yeah, of it, yeah, it, it yeah. takes a turn that you wouldn't really expect. Yeah, it's a it's a really it's a big adventure with a bunch of themes oh absolutely um i i don't remember a single thing about like a, the original pokino what was that the original pokino movies <laughs> uh the original pinocchio movie <laughs> yikes that wasn't one that i really watched growing up what about you um i watched it once look I'll be honest, the most experience I have with Pinocchio yeah. is his appearance in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. It's back. We're back on our <laughs> Kingdom Hearts bullshit. But I think even that is like a better way to experience him than like the original. Yeah. Movie. Dude, they literally turns into a donkey. They make him like smoke cigars and like drink and misbehave so that he turns into a jackass yeah it's a whole like theme park that is designed to turn children into donkeys which are then sold sounds like a great film and then yeah he's just a little wooden boy I'm a little wooden boy and me legs are sticks. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, no, we don't fuck with that. Um twenty twenty two, didn't a live adaptation also come out of Pinocchio? I sleep. <laughs> yeah, like what do you mean? Tom Hanks is uh is daddy Pinocchio. I want to die. It's uh yeah, don't don't watch that Pinocchio. Watch this Pinocchio. Watch this one. It's got cool spirits. Absolutely. It's got like an almost existential discussion about life and death. Yes. Like like he said um when he accepted his award at the Golden Globes. It's it's not a movie for kids. Like your kid can watch it, but you're gonna have a lot of to explaining like, to yeah. do. It's I don't like I don't think I'd show my kids at this point. No, dude. It, there's such big themes. It's just it's difficult, and there's really heart wrenching, difficult scenes. Yeah. Um. Really good stuff, man. Very good movie, man. I wanted to um since this is such a big discussion with uh, animation and that genre in general i kind of just wanted to ask you about your relationship with animation and how you feel about animated films because somehow there's still people stigma that exist that are so headstrong on animated movies are for children animated shows are for children fuck you I don't understand it. You're really just restricting yourself from an entire plethora of yeah. great films. No, so yeah. Um I love animation. Yes. I've always loved animation. Um obviously as a kid growing up watching cartoons, but also like even um the live action stuff that I would watch. I'll bring it up. I the the Pee Wee's Playhouse Enjoyer has logged on. He's here. Um he's here. He's got all the he's got the box set. Yeah. I do have the box set. Um they would do segments of the episode where it would be like, okay, now we're gonna show there would be like the king of cartoons. Yeah. And he would show up and his whole thing was that he would show up 
and then they would play like an old like 1920s animated short. Okay, gotcha. That's pretty cool. Just like a random one. Yeah. Like every time he would appear, it'd be something different. Gotcha. Um, so that helped me like develop an appreciation for it. They would also do stop motion animation stuff. Okay. Was it uh, scary? Not super scary. Not super scary. It was about this uh, girl named Penny who uh-huh. had pennies for eyes. That's that's kind of fucking scary, man. It wasn't too scary. It sounds like she it was nice. Scary. She was nice. Penny was a nice girl. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, that just all the cartoons that I watched growing up. Right. Coming into adulthood. I mean, uh, we have a whole episode. We have two good episodes. Avatar: The Last Airbender. I was just just about to bring it up. Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. God damn, dude! Like that is like top tier storytelling for sure in an animated form. Um, even further on than that, you get more adult animation like mm-hmm. Invincible. Yes, which has phenomenal storytelling. So good hiding behind the veneer of a superhero genre. Right. Yeah. Um it's just really good. Same thing with like the boys. Super excited for like, season uh, two coming soon. Yes. Late twenty twenty three. Hell yeah. Or like the boys diabolical. Yeah. Um that was a really unique run. Yeah. Or I mean continuing to just bring up different more adult animations, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like Star Wars Visions. Yes. Visions was such a cool project, man. Able to tell super concise stories. Yeah. That still feel... I don't really know how to word it. Like, meaningful. Like, they don't just feel like a kid story. Yeah. They're they're impactful. Yeah. I mean, the Ronin, the first episode, it's yeah. pretty fucking wild, man. Um, but yeah, all that to basically say, I love animation and I am absolutely here for people who say that you can tell stories through it. Like it's, it, I believe in it as a medium. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is, it's, it's own art form and it's so unique. It's so dynamic. There's so many different ways you can go about it. Hand-drawn 2D animation. Mm -hmm. Love it. 3D animation. Love it. Claymation. It can be cool. It, it can, can be, be good. good. It can be good. Stop motion. Incredible. Yeah. There's something I mean, it's just the amount of work that goes no, into like, making it. There's is a insane. scene in Pinocchio. Um it's the scene at like the training school. Yes. When they're climbing the tower. Yeah. That scene, when I watched it, I was like, this had to be hell. To to make to film yeah to like I, actually make it I can't even imagine having all the snow flow and you're making models of all the different children yeah and they're all doing their own unique things yeah it's a big scene there are big scenes like in that this had thing. to take like days absolutely I'm pretty sure um, in one of the videos that I watched just the scene of Spazzarilla. Mm-hmm. Going to inform uh, Volpe, Volpe of Pinocchio's existence. Oh, like when he's coming across the carnival grounds. Yes, that was a two-day shoot. Um, shoot, Damn. just to get that, um, because they're they're focusing so much on his movements. Uh, y- you know yeah, what I you mean? Gotta like, t- when very you're doing realistic. Stop motion like that. You gotta like take care to make it feel like it flows yes absolutely yeah i mean that doesn't surprise me that it took forever to film at oh, all yeah. i know they were trying to make the movie back in like 2008 yeah it's been uh, a 14 year journey for him guillermo del thing. toro and um i just had his name in my head mark gustafson he gotcha okay those are the two directors. And Mark gotcha. Gustafsson is um, the dude who did Over the Garden Wall. That is so good. Speaking of animation, Over the Garden Wall is a fantastic series. Uh, 
wait, hold on. I might be wrong about that name. Oh, gotcha. But but I know that he is involved in it. Gotcha. Okay. It's a okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So mm-hmm. Mark Gustafson was one of the directors, but the screenplay was written by Guillermo del Toro and Patrick McHale. Patrick McHale is the man who created Over the Garden Wall. Gotcha. Okay, so Patrick McHale created Over the Garden Wall, co-writer to Pinocchio. Yes. That's fucking sick. Very cool. That's also, still awesome. Also, go, go watch Over the Garden Wall. Watch it every, every October. It's so good. It's short, 10 episodes, 11 minutes per episode. Elijah Wood is the protagonist, and he does fucking amazing. It's got a um, a style that I can't really describe. It's like old-timey. I was going to say, There's it's a like a nostalgic feeling, but yeah. almost uncomfortable in yeah, a way. It can be. I mean, it, the show gets, it gets dark. It gets real dark. And we like that. We, I like We that. like when it gets dark. But it's also really fun and, and playful at times. Oh, and for sure. Just just super well done. Really surprised. I mean, not surprising. Cartoon Network's dope. Yeah. But it was a surprise like thing to come out at the time. Yeah, when it a, first a came out. A limited special series like that. Because Cartoon Network doesn't really do that. Not Not as much so more. You know what I mean? I can't really think of any other. I mean, that was the first one that I really heard about from Cartoon Network. That was like, yeah, just a mini series. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that's yeah. I can't think of any other ones. I think I'm thinking of like one season run of shows or shorter runs. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think it's incredible. I think they should do more stuff like that. Oh, absolutely! More tightly written, concise. Plots that just They're have their run. Too, man. Yeah. And really cool themes going on. Children can take it. For sure. For sure. I could take it. Why I can't can they it. take it? Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, man, animation for me, um, when I think animation, what hits home the hardest is Toy Story. The Toy Story yep. series. I owned Toy Story one on VHS, and I had yes. like the big, like clunky, uh, super plastic case for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like the paper or like the cardboard sleeves that you would just slide the VHS yeah. in. This was like a pop, 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 yeah, pop yeah. that bitch open. Yeah, yeah. and then it smell had... that fresh VHS. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm, magnetic tape. Slide it in. And then you have to rewind it because you forgot to last time. Fuck. Fuck. Shit. Damn it. Then you put in the mask instead because you did remember. <laughs> A boom, shiggy, boom, boom, shiggy, boom, God. boom, shiggy, boom. They love me. They love they really me. Love Incoming mask episode. <laughs> Fucking love the mask, dude. But we don't talk about Son of Mask. But we don't. Do not talk about Son of Mask. Do not talk to me or my Son of Mask ever again. Jesus, dude. But no, yeah, Toy Story is definitely like one of the big things I think of when I think of animation. For sure. It definitely was probably the biggest animated film of my childhood. Yeah. Repeat, man. Watching that shit every I mean, day. I have, like, every line from Toy Story 1 in my head. Oh, yeah. Ready to quote at all times? Pretty much, yeah. I don't think that man went to medical school. <laughs> and on that note, I want to introduce our very special guest for the day. Uh, thank you for coming on, Randy Newman. He wrote a sh- a song called Short People Got No Reason to Live. God damn, dude. <laughs> Get but out of also, here, Randy. You're not a guest anymore. But also, you've got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. They'll play it every song. and you'll <laughs> They'll play it every film, and you'll cry every time. It's true. 
Did you see four yet? No. Oh my fucking. When the road looks tough ahead and your miles and miles, miles from your, your nice warm bed. You, you just, just remember what your old pal said. But you got, got a friend in me. And then we get copyright claimed. This is off YouTube, and you're never allowed to post <laughs> anything again. Randy Newman comes personally to our house. Yeah. It won't be a joke this time. He's kicking he's, down the he's door. He's kicking the door down. Seriously, though, Toy Story's great. And you know what? You know what? He's going to say it. There's themes that line up with Pinocchio, Toy Story and Pinocchio, okay? We got to come back to that. Okay. Like okay. once we <laughs> once we talk about once Pinocchio more in depth. More. So that's, you know, I just wanted to talk about animation in general a little bit. Toy Story always hits home for me. All my kids love it. Fucking great. The third one will make me ball yeah. every time. I love Toy Story 2 so much. Very good. Very good. Al's Toy Barn. Dude, the scene when, like when Ham is trying to... Oh, you went past it. Too far ahead. I, got, I just got to circle back around. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great shit. I don't want to use my head lives rent-free in my head. Any t- like At the smallest inconvenience, anytime I have to think at yeah. all. I don't want to <laughs> use my head. It's rough, man. For sure. You know what I also respect about the movies? Um, I can't remember if they did it in the first one, but the second movie when they do the bloopers during the credits... Yes. Oh my god, when Woody sits in the duct tape. Ah. (laughs) Uh, I love that it's like they're fucking with Buzz the whole time. Yep. What a (laughs) It's it really like that's why I loved Soy Story 2 so much. It was look, I will die. Full stop. But no, I will die. On the hill, that is, there are two perfect sequel movies that exist. Here we go. In the world. Hit me. And they're both animated. Mm Mm-hmm. The first one is Toy Story 2. Yes. And the second one is Shrek 2. (laughs) And then I saw her face. Dude, yeah, I mean, you can't get better. You can't get better than those sequels. You can't get better than a giant gingerbread man attacking far, far away and dying to live in La Vida Loca. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, It's real good. <laughs> no, no, no. At the end, when they're singing Live in La Vida Loca, yes, he's when under it's... the water. <laughs> live in La Vida Loca. Far, far away, idol. Yeah, dude. I yeah. just loved that they like leaned so heavy into pop culture. Yeah, it, they're like, "What if we just made the fan like the fantastic, you know, world of fairy tales?" Yeah, Hollywood. Absolutely. What if it was just Hollywood? It's great. Everyone's all pompous there and shit. Look, even the third one has good moments. The fucking scene where Snow White uh, sings to the birds and then yeah. it turns into fucking. What he meant to say was, excuse me. <gasps> yeah. Turned into fucking immigrant son or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Immigrant song. Yeah, dude. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> and uh, they just build upon what they created in the first ones perfectly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like Shrek one was about Fiona learning to be happy with her, like with her body. Yeah. Um, and Shrek as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then Shrek two is about like, the lengths that Shrek goes to to try to make Fiona happy because he thinks she is unhappy as an ogre. Yes. And he goes as far as to turn himself human yes. for her. It's perfect. And we get Puss in Boots. And you get Puss in Boots. And that, uh, from what I've heard, the new Puss in Boots movie is very good. I've heard great things. That's one that I've, I want to see as soon as I can. Uh just like leaning into a whole new animation style, 
literally the theme is death and dying. Kind of fucking nuts. Super excited for that. Sorry, I'm a little coffee boy today. That's all right. You're also a coffee. I'm also boy. a little coffee boy. Um, you know, this episode is sponsored, but not officially. It's sponsored. not actually sponsored. It's not actually sponsored, but Anna Bean Coffee is delicious. We support local coffee sellers, local businesses. We like it. Very good. Good job. Good job. Keep making coffee. We'll keep buying it. Keep doing it. The corporate wheel spins and spins around. All right. So now that Ah, we've talked about our history. The yoke of capitalism. Anyway. Let's jump back into Pinocchio. We're back. We're back. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about all the goods. So This is your spoiler warning. It's up. It's going. And it's happening. It'll be right there. It's going to be right there. All right, man. Did not expect this movie to be about a dead kid. No. I mean, like, I knew, I like, I felt like Pinocchio was going to replace a son, but I didn't think we were going to see as much. Of Carlo as, as he did. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Apparently he was named Carlo because that's the name of the creator of Pinocchio, like the original Italian story. Really? That's cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. You know this movie was dedicated to Guillermo del Toro's parents? No. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. I saw something that uh, he said that was basically like, no story has like resonated with him as like deeply as Pinocchio. Wow. Like that's the like that's the one story that he has always connected with the most ever since he was a child. I love that. That's actually really awesome. And he's talking like the original yeah. story, Pinocchio. Yeah. That's awesome. And he completely took this thing and made it his own. Oh, absolutely. I loved how like Count Volpe is yes. like an amalgamation of the circus yeah. ringleader, the fox that like corrupts Pinocchio at the beginning. Yeah. It's it's really good. He's like a devil like figure, man. He's mm-hmm. it's like soul sell your soul to me. Yep. You know what I mean? When we were kings once. Yeah. Can yeah. we be kings twice? Also just wow, dude. Christoph Waltz. I love Christoph Waltz. I didn't even know it was him at first until mm-hmm. he told me. Mm-hmm. And then I could start to And like then once hear. you hear him talk, you can hear his distinctive yes. speech pattern. I don't think they could have chose anyone better. You know no, I, mean? I think he was like perfect for the role. How do you think you describe the way he talks and his dialogue? It's just so lively. Yeah. Very animated. You very know? animated. Even um, in his live action roles, he's got very animated dialogue. Oh, absolutely. Like um, I, th- I think it also just has to do with his accent. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds very sophisticated with almost. his accent that he has. It makes his phrases seem more animated as yeah. you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just helps lean into every role that he plays. I think of him as his charisma. I, th- yeah, no, I think of him as the bounty hunter. In Django, yes, and yes. just the first scene where he rolls up and buys Django, and then shoots the horse. So good, and He's then so frees all the it. other slaves. Yeah, perfect. I think about the scene in Inglorious Bastards when it's just him across the table with yep. um, Brad Pitt's character, and ah, oh, what's his name? He's one of the writers on The Office, B.J. Novak. Oh, okay. Um, and he's just like that's that's when he's playing his trump card. That's when his character yeah, thinks yeah, he's yeah. one, mm-hmm. and he's at his most giddy and like he's very animated like that. Oh, I love it. It's great. So this was perfect to cast him in a role like this. I've never seen him in, in an animated film. Yeah, and he, he just did great. No, he he did phenomenal. Absolutely. Very much so. Um. David Bradley? Dude. 
talk. Like he, I, I, I knew his voice was familiar. Really, he changes it so much. Once I, once I was able to like pinpoint it, I was like, oh yeah, no, this is him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, this is definitely Filch. This is definitely this is Walder definitely Frey. Filch. Yeah, Walder Frey. Oof. Yeah. The deep cut. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. He he did so good, dude. I mean, he he made Geppetto such like you've just felt the emotion. Yes, no, and so that's the hard. thing with with David Bradley. Uh, he puts a lot of emotion into his work. Yeah, he had he was on a show called The Strain. Okay, which was that an FX show? It was an FX show, yeah. and it was also a gear like based on a Guillermo del Toro book. Holy shit! So we're crossing think, the streets. Yeah, they've worked together, I think. Yeah. And in this show, like the adaptation for it, he played this vampire hunter. Because okay. in like in the strain, the vampires are like parasites kind of. They're gotcha. like they're like worms. Yeah, I remember that go seeing inside that. people and then Ooh. turn them into vampires. Yeah. Um he is a like a Jew that survived World War II. Okay. And he's just been a vampire hunter ever since. That's sick. He's old, like he's old as fuck. He can definitely. He's got that look, dude. He but can he's pull like that shit he's off. like got the fucking crossbow and the holy water. Yeah, baby. And he it did was you watch super that dope. whole show? <clears throat> Not the whole show. Gotcha. I watched probably like the first season. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> My brother watched it though. Gotcha. And uh, he really liked it. Sweet, man. That sounds like a really fun uh, role to see him in, for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, seeing him in that, seeing him in Harry Potter, seeing him in Game oh, of yeah. Thrones. Um, I know there's been other stuff that I've seen him in that I just I feel like he's got a big catalog. Oh, for sure. He's he's like a critically acclaimed actor. Yeah. Um. But you can just he put you he very much puts himself into the roles that he's performing. Most definitely. You you really feel how he's feeling. Like I think of when he's when Geppetto is sitting at the tree, just absolutely fucking wasted. Yeah. And he's just like That was a hard scene. Screaming to God about how he wants Pinocchio back or Carlo, mm-hmm. he wants Carlo back, and why won't God hear him? And if God won't give him his son back, then he will make a new son. the The way he delivers that line is incredible. Like that, like he's deranged. Yes. When we were watching this scene together, I was like, "This is how this movie's gonna go." Like it's scary. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's not. He's having a mental ha- break. Oh, for sure. And decides to build a new sun. Like that takes. He cuts the tree down that yeah. his that was f- made from the perfect pine cone that his yes. son had, and makes Pinocchio, makes a little wooden boy. It's nuts. I also liked how unsettling Pinocchio looked. Yes. When you first um, see him mm-hmm. animated. Yeah. Definitely some horror influence as soon as Geppetto wakes up that morning. Uh, yeah. I really liked that. Kayla was like, oh my God. She, she was afraid. <laughs> she was. <laughs> I mean, he like contorts in a, in a way. He like puts himself like legs up and then yeah. like back and then arms and then his head comes into frame yeah yeah um (laughs) it's crazy how like i think it's one of my favorite segments of the movie when he creates pinocchio Mm -hmm. in this drunken just kind of rage with determination and and they pointed out in in one of the videos i watched about the making of it that you know, he's crafting really finely at first. He's still, like, sloppy because he's drunk. But, you know, how he's crafting that ear, not, mm-hmm. like, really fine. He's taking his yep. time. And then he 
kind of rushes through the rest of it. You know what I mean? He's like, I'll finish it tomorrow. Finish you in the morning. Yeah. Falls and hits his head on the stairs. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, when he tumbles down the stairs, dude. And he just instantly goes to sleep. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. Also, we haven't, like, shouted him out yet, but Ewan McGregor. Oh, my God. Our boy. Phenomenal, as always. He's almost... Like, and... How do you describe his role in this movie? I mean... He's the narrator. He's the narrator. He's the voice of reason for Pinocchio. And Geppetto. And Geppetto. Um, but he his introduction is so interesting because he doesn't seem concerned with others at all. He's very concerned oh, yeah. with himself. He's, He's like, like, oh, I'm going to write a book. I've traveled myself. here and yeah. there, you know, about my travels. Yep, yep, yep. And, but then he's moved by yes. Geppetto. Yes. And he says, for the first time in a long time, I, I wrote about something other than myself. I wrote night. about... Uh, imperfect fathers and imperfect sons and loss and love. This movie's so good. It's you have really to go good. see this. It's really good. It's, I on, mean, Netflix, it's on Netflix. So yeah. just, if you got Netflix, go check it out. Check this shit out, man. Oh, it's... Oh. And I just love, like, dude, like, by the end of the movie, how emotional Sebastian J. Cricket gets. It's great. When he's like popping off on the wood spirit, when he's popping off on Geppetto. Yeah, I love that scene. Also, he's also kind of like comic relief as well because he's just constantly being killed throughout the entire movie. Yes. The pain. And he's also trying to sing a song the entire movie. I loved that bit, dude. (laughs) I loved it. It's like three times he tries to come in with a song and then... The first time he gets hit with the door. Yes. I, and then, like, this, I think it's the third time he gets to sing it. The second yeah. time he's on the boat. Okay. Singing gotcha. about it. And then yeah. the fucking dogfish shows up and that thing eats was them. Scary as fuck. Yeah. That thing ain't no monstro. No. No. Again, this is like definitely uh, Guillermo's vision. Oh, for um, sure. Talking about the wood sprite and death, which the wood sprite's basically like an angel of life or something. Kind of. She cares she for the little life. things. Yeah. For the forgotten things. Yes. Um, which is weird because when you first see it, mm-hmm. they're like just just the rings that are floating around. Like they're not like a congealed mass you know what yeah. i mean and then when they show up in the house that's when they like form into yes be not afraid that shit is so cool too uh tilda swinton dude yeah perfect voice yep such a great like ethereal presence yeah i don't know who else i would have cast for that yeah uh yeah, no, Tilda Swinton definitely fit that like perfectly. She's got such a calming but dominant presence in yes. her voice. Like like and stern, the sound design but, on top of yeah. that. Mhm. Be not afraid. Dude, bro, you tell me what you think that is when it has fucking six wings. Yeah, dude. And eyes on all of its wings. For sure. I love it. It's it's also just got soup, like death especially. Kind of gives you like Pan's Labyrinth Yeah, vibes. death is like a chimera. Yeah, dude. It's super cool. And I love that space. The whole process of death for Pinocchio and death in this world yeah. that he created. Fucking cool the as shit. The rabbits. Yeah. They're just playing fucking poker. I love it, dude. I love it. And then, yeah, he just, every time he dies, he just hangs out with death. Yeah, just for a second. But every time it's longer. Mm -hmm. I was like, how's that going to come into play? Yeah. No, it is. Mm -hmm. Um, It does. So one thing that I wanted to bring up to you that I saw the animators talking about is Pinocchio. Did it ever stick out to you, like... It's just something I didn't think about while watching, but Pinocchio, the only thing that moves 
is his mouth basically yeah. on his face. His eyes can change a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. he doesn't have it's, like eyebrows or anything right. like that. Much less like he's still very expressive in his own way. Yeah. But he doesn't have all the tools that everybody else does That's to why express himself. He has all that like movement. movement. So he's yeah. able to animate himself. For sure, for sure. And um dude. So the way that they they make the the faces for like Geppetto, yeah. Um, there's like a little there's like little mechanisms on a ball that would be the head, right? And then they put the face over it, and it allows you to tinker with like really? the eyebrows, you know. So they're just adjusting the eyebrow up, one down, hmm. moving the mouth a little bit like this. See, I didn't know that. Kind of insane. I man. see. Like I don't know how stop motion is done. Yeah, and I don't know if this is different than things in the past, but it just seemed like a really cool way. It, you know what? Most of this information's on a thirty-minute Netflix special. Oh, like about, about the it? making yeah, of. Yeah, after I finished watching it, that popped up. I Dude, just didn't watch it. It's really good. There's a lot of great information that peeks you into what it looks like to yeah. make what they made. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really. Deep details on character creation. That's super cool. And, and, and forming the world. And scaling of some of these sets, huge, dude. Like the set in the war zone, training zone, fucking, it, it's like ginormous. Yeah. And they, they have to build it specifically to be able to take it apart Jesus. while keeping it intact to move things God. between each shot. It's just insane. It's intense. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. Really fucking cool. No, I I absolutely respect the fuck out of uh, stop motion animators. Yes. It's very difficult to do that. So hard. So hard, but so cool and so unique. Oh, absolutely. It it rings thematically throughout the film as well, because one of the things Guillermo says in that little doc is... There's something special about the connection that the animator has with the puppet, and he calls it a puppet. Yeah. And that corresponds directly with, is it Volpo? Volpe. Volpe and, and his like use of Pinocchio. Yeah. Um, shit. You're my puppet. You may not have strings, but I control you. He's such a good villain, dude. There's several villains in this story. That's what I love about it. The Podesta? Yes. Yes. Bro was going to fucking kill his son. Well, he was going to yeah. shoot Pinocchio, too. Yeah. But. Coward. On that note, too, just kind of talking about some of the themes. Um, the Just like the parental um, aspect of this just hits super hard. Yeah. And you see, like, different forms of parenting kind of throughout. Oh, for sure. Um, Geppetto. Geppetto. You see him in his healthy relationship with, with Carlo, Carlo. And then his sort of unhealthy relationship say, kind with kind of destructive Pinocchio. relationship with Pinocchio at the right. start. And then Pinocchio moves on to Volpe, which is an abusive, which manipulative. Which is a, a very toxic relationship. And you see how Volpe treats Spazzarilla, yeah. which is very abusive. Um, and then and he's like, I to... found you at the bottom of the cages. I saved you. Yes, exactly. Proceeds to hit him. With and that's pain. a parenting type where it's like, you owe me everything. Yeah. Because I brought you into this world. It's like, no. Yeah, exactly. That's not true. So they're shining on that. And then we move on to the, Podesta. the fascist Podesta yeah. that stuff with um, Candlewick as well, who is... Finn, who who is in Stranger Things, yep, yep. he's getting so much work, and I fucking love it. <laughs> Super here for that. We're here for it. Um, that relationship is. Would you think of it more as like you're going to be me? You you know the father's. Yeah, like, it's definitely like forcing your kid to be something that he's not. It's it's that mm -hmm. almost toxic masculinity. Yeah, in a way, for sure, for sure. But also like just toxic in general because he's trying to instill fascist values into his son. Yeah, 800%. We don't like fascists. We, there's such a beautiful moment with Candlewick and Pinocchio the night before their yeah. training exercise. It's very sweet. Candlewick's crying. Yeah, dude. And this is the same kid who earlier in the movie 
tricked Pinocchio into setting himself on fire. Yeah. Yeah, and they really make you care for him really deeply because you know why he's acting like mm-hmm. that, you know? Um, he's just trying to live up to his dad. Yeah. So, like, that parental and child relationship mm-hmm. rings out really hard throughout. Um, the scene where Candlewick is, like, saying goodbye to his mom, like, as he oh gets on the, the truck. Yeah. It's rough, man. It's really hard. It, it really is. Um, I couldn't imagine sending my child off to war like that. No. Especially World War II, dude. No. Like, any war, obviously. You don't yeah. Want, nobody wants to send their kid to war. We're very anti-war here. We don't, Fuck we don't like shit. war. Um, but yeah, no. I could not imagine sending your... I don't know. Literal child. Like, how old do you think Candlewick was? He was like like 12. I was going to say, he was like 12. Yeah. To be a soldier. Dude. This, so, what had me fucked up. Yeah. Was that scene at the training camp after they've won, or after they both won, and then they see the planes come in and it's like yeah. red alert. And then they just start giving the kids gas masks and guns. Yeah. Uh-huh. Real guns. I'm like, whoa. And then bombs drop. Yeah, they sure do. And it's like, okay, kids died. Yeah. More kids died. So Candlewick's dead. No, Candlewick survives. He does. There's a scene where Candlewick, it's because the bomb hits his dad. Right, yeah. Podesta dies. Yeah, good. Good. Uh, but Candlewick survives. He, there's a scene that, because Pinocchio gets blown out. Yes, he. Yeah, um, and there's a scene where Candlewick is shown walking out of like the cracked training facility. R- I remember now. Like, yeah, Pinocchio. Yes. And that's the last we see of him. Yeah, which that kind of hurts. Like, you don't know what happens to mm-hmm. him, really. I was kind of surprised that we didn't get, like, a shot of him. Like, towards at, the uh, end. Like, towards the end of, mm-hmm. like, him growing up or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I kind of was expecting it. That's why it's a little sad. Yeah. A little sad. Well, the I mean, look, the movie is a lot of sad. It's a lot of sad. <laughs> a lot of big things Dealing with big consequences. Yeah. You know, the other huge theme is like life and death. Very much so. And how precious that is. How life is as much a curse as it is a gift. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, death says life can bring great sorrow. Yeah. Eternal life can bring eternal sorrow. That shit hits, dude. And Pinocchio doesn't understand. He's just a... He's literally, like, two days old. And he... Dude, the way that they made Pinocchio was perfect. It's just like a child coming no. into these new things. Like That's like, first, why he's not, like, good his, and behaved. Yeah, his first scene where he's just, like... where he's he, The musical number where he's just running around Geppetto's house going, yes. what is this? What what does it do? And then he breaks it. Yeah, dude. He just his attention span is non-existent because mm-hmm. he's just formed and he's taking in all these new concepts. Even him trying to take on concepts later when he understands things more, mm-hmm. he's still just a child. Yeah, and he you're gets seeing this lens easily distracted. This. Um, but he still starts to gather understandings of things. What is a burden? Right, what's a burden? And then Sebastian tells him, and then fucking Geppetto calls him a burden. Yeah. Dude, that's, see- like, after Pinocchio comes back the first time, and they're walking through the woods, and he's mm. like, you are such a burden to me. Yeah. And then it cuts to them in bed, and Pinocchio is talking to Sebastian, and he's just like, his nose didn't grow. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. That's how he really felt. It hurts, man. That was a lot. That was a lot, man. Um, and then what? What does Sebastian say to him? Fathers sometimes he he feel... says, "Yeah, fathers sometimes say things they think they mean right in the moment, but upon reflection, they realize that they never meant it." 
and Pinocchio tries to teach that to Candlewick even mm-hmm. in the later scenes, which it's just beautiful, man, how everything ties together. No, and I love how at the end, uh, when Sebastian is talking to the wood spirit, yeah, and the wood spirit is like, oh, well, did you make him a good boy? Yes. And he's like, I did, my, I did best. my best, and that's the best that anyone can do. Yeah. And Pinocchio taught me that. Well, I taught it to him, but he taught it straight back at me. It's ah, really dude. good, man. It's so good. It's so good. And just the emotion in Ewan McGregor's voice. Yeah. Perfect. He's like, act like he's so distraught. He's so distraught in his. It's just so good. It's just like a 10 out of a 10 performance. Everybody oh, brought their A Every, game. Yeah, no. Everybody was there for it completely. Absolutely. Um, did you think Pinocchio was dead for a second? Uh, like, I didn't really know how that I was I kind of was like, they're going to... I was like half and half. I was like, they're going to kill him. Yeah. I kind of forgot about the wish. I did, too. It wasn't even in my... But uh, then once the spirit appeared again, I was like, oh, wait. Then you're like, yeah. I was like, so this is what's happening. Yes. And then they're like, yeah, dude, Pinocchio's here. It's great. He gets to live with the people he loves. He takes care of... Dude, this shot of Geppetto in the wheelchair as they're all just... I And I just love that it's Geppetto... Pinocchio, Sebastian, and Spazzatura. Spazzatura, yeah. Um, just living together. It's so fucking good. Um, and like Geppetto's like pet and Spaz. Mm-hmm. You know, they're little and then, family. Like, okay, so the scene of Geppetto dying hit me. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. that's sad. I was not prepared or okay yeah when the immediate next line was a few years later or one day pinocchio found me on the windowsill yeah i was like no not the cricket yeah not sebastian dude and then he fucking puts him in a matchbox and keeps him in his heart yeah yeah he does he loves him. And then fucking Spazatora. And then there's three gravestones. It's fucked up. It's rough, man. And it's like, yeah, eternal life is eternal sorrow, mm-hmm. kind of. But it's, I don't know, dude. I think it's all, like, it's kind of existential. It's very existential. But it also comes to... I don't know. I feel like it's kind of optimistic in a way. Yeah. Like, they they definitely lean heavy on, like, you know, eternal life can bring eternal pain. Yeah. But it also, you get what you, you get what you give. Yeah. Which is a line that they say a couple times throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, And I think Pinocchio is the type of dude to, no matter what, he's going to keep putting good into the world. Right. So he's going to keep getting good back. For sure. And I, you know, that's a really good way to look at the ending, too. Because you don't want to think that he's going forward with, like, some sense of sorrow like Mm -hmm. that. You know, you still want to see him going out with purpose. Yeah. And with determination. He goes out and he travels the world. For sure. He sees what the world looks like. And I love that because that's what it was from the very start, pretty Mm -hmm. much. I mean, this this movie is a big adventure. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, just starting out where it is with Geppetto and Carlo in, in the church, it gr- it just grows. And, and then Pinocchio yeah, and gets then swept up in this whole he's adventure. With the circus, and then Geppetto yeah. and Sebastian start following him. Dude, he was trying to send his dad money from the circus. Like, mm-hmm. he was like a child. Well, yeah, because Geppetto was like, you signed this contract, now I have to fucking pay this dude 10 million lira yeah mm -hmm. i don't have that yep you're getting drafted into the war yeah because dude as soon as people find out the podesta is like he's immortal he's the perfect soldier you're going to go to training you're going to learn how to fight in war 
and you're going to be the perfect Italian soldier. Fuck. And then Pinocchio's like, yeah, I'll go to war. It's, it's fine, Papa. I'll go to war. Oh, war? What's that? <laughs> and then Geppetto is like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No! And it's so good because you know Geppetto still cares for him. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just he, he's not handling it and he's no. not handling it he, correctly. Yeah, he, he's... He doesn't see Pinocchio's life as, as a gift at he that point. He sees Pinocchio as he just wants Carlo. Carlo at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And Pinocchio says, I don't want to be like Carlo. Yeah. Which is great. It's yeah, another. No. He's like, know, I'm not Carlo. I'm never going to be Carlo. That hits with siblings, I feel like. Yeah. People with siblings? Yeah. Why can't you be more like him? Why can't you mm-hmm. be more like her? Because I'm not. Yeah. And I never will be. Exactly. Which is. A fantastic message. I'm me. Kids are allowed to act this way. You know yeah. what I mean? You just have to teach them what is right and wrong. That's all. Right. Let them act the way they are, as long as they know morals. Yeah, for sure. And Pinocchio is just such a great character to help display that. Oh, for sure. I forgot to mention the Volpe confrontation. Like he puts him end? up on a cross. Yeah. And it's going to burn him. Yep. My star. Yep. Just wanted to talk about that. You will real quick. burn brightly. Yeah. Thank you, Spazatora, for saving him. Thank you. Yeah, I really did not expect them to become like, like lifelong buddies. friends. Like, like the moment like that, that Pinocchio jumped in to defend him, I was like, yeah. Also, the, when Pinocchio jumped in and was like, "You're right. I am the star of this show, and I won't stand for you treating my coworker this way." And then Volpe's just like, yes. you're a fucking piece of wood, bitch. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's not good. Like, you may have strings, or you may have no strings, but I control you. God. Make no mistake. You, you know, obey me. Yeah, dude. He's got the, like, horn-shaped hair and yep. everything. Yep. Um, We didn't even talk about the musical numbers that much. No. I did not expect a musical. I was not expecting it all. to be a musical. Not at all. And the songs are so heartfelt and they feel really unique. Yeah. You know? Even some of the song like cuz when Pinocchio sings his first song for the circus, mm-hmm. it's like a his own version of the song that Geppetto sings. Like yeah. at the very beginning about my son, my mm-hmm. son, he's singing my gum. My gum. Yeah. I pop my bubble gum. He's like, what? What do you? Where did you learn that? Yeah, yeah. He's like, how does he know that song? Yeah. That's so. It's such. And a I think cool it's thing. literally like the spirit of, like the soul of Carlo. The the is, boy with the borrowed soul. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, because death even says like you've been here before, and it's his first. It's Pinocchio's first death. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, that's so cool, dude. So it's like Carlo's soul, but it's like a clean slate. Yeah, but right. there's still imprints of it. Like he he yeah. recognizes when Geppetto tells him why his nose grew. Yes, he finishes the line for Geppetto, and he right. even touches his nose like he would for Carlo. Oh my god, it's so it's so good. It's, it's just really so good. fucking good. It's really good. Um, shit, man. Ciao, Papa. Hmm. Such so a long, sweet father. song. It's so sweet. I'm going far away for a long time. And then we get war propaganda. What up? I fucking love Benito Mussolini. I fucking love fascists. Volpe's like, we're buddies. He's my dude. Here's this pic. Look, it- here's me and him. He's he's way in the back. <laughs> but we're dudes. you know. But we're, we're bros. We're, we're bros. We hang out all the time. Yeah. I mean, he was just over last night. You were just not here, Pinocchio. You just weren't here. You didn't see him. Fucking dumb Don't piece of wood. Don't fuck this up for me. I swear to God, Pinocchio. And then Pinocchio comes on, and he's just like, poop, fart in your face. <laughs> My God, dude. Poop? Yes, sir. Zellini be like, yeah, shoot him. I like puppets. When he, dude, 
when it's, Mussolini it's Kenny, sh- when he shows up and they open his car door for him and yeah. then pick him up and place him on the red carpet. Oh my god. Fucking hilarious. Magnificent, dude. Magnificent. Yeah, and that yeah, SpongeBob. You know. He did it great. I didn't I thought he might have been more of a serious character, but if you were going to incorporate him in a serious way like that, you probably got to tag another 30 minutes onto the film. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to make the fascism as big of a statement a in it. Yeah. He just wanted to incorporate it. Yeah, I mean it you look, you're and it in is world, a big you're part in of World it. War II right. Italy. Right. You're going to it's going to be fascist. You're exactly. going to see them. But when I heard that Mussolini was in it, yeah, no, I was like, is he going to have a bigger role? Right. But it's like, realistically. No, he literally has like two lines, like three lines. Yeah. Which I guess it makes more sense when you think about it. Yeah. They, he just, there's so many things that they already go into with this movie. It's really hard, I think, to try and like shoehorn too much. Yeah, for sure. Um, What else is there? I mean. I th- I'm, we covered most of it. Um. Oh, you know what? Another interesting fact from that little short I watched. Yeah. Um, when they were talking about the score and the sound design, the dude literally chose to only use wood-based instruments. That's dope. And it's I just appreciate like a, that. It's such a small thing. I appreciate that. Right. He's That's like, this is cool. like Pinocchio's own unique sound. Sound, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't really limit yourself like that as a composer, I, I, I would say. Yeah. Unless you're like trying to like get a statement across, right? Exactly. Um, I guess closing thoughts. Anything else that you um, think we missed? Oh yeah, uh, Sebastian J. Cricket finally getting to sing a song at the end of the movie. I was so happy. Yes, for the uh, fucking rabbits. Yes, he's playing poker with the boys, dude. And like so I I was very sad. Yeah. I was like, "Oh no, the cricket died." Yeah. Fuck. And then he they cut to him. He's just vibing. He's just chilling. He's just vibing dude. in the underworld. Literally. Dude's literally anteing up. For sure. He's like he's like Polner of sticking around with the with uh Giorno. Yep, he's like I actually decided I'm going to still be around after death. Look at me. I may be a cricket, but I'm I'm just one of the rabbits. I'm just one of the rabbits now. You know what I mean? I <laughs> sit at the table. They've accepted me. They've accepted him. He's part of the gang. Love it. And then he gets to sing And then he gets song. to sing about his dad. I loved it. And you know what? Because it's like the ending is like sad but heartfelt and then sad again but mm-hmm. heartfelt. And then he rings you out with just like the perfect number. We didn't talk about the dogfish at all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just want to point out the scene where after Geppetto like begs the ship captain yeah. to take him across the strait, and there's just the entire time he's having the conversation, you just see explosions in the distance. Yeah, dude. And then when they see the dogwood, yeah. the dogwood, the dogfish. It fucking the captain just goes Arrivederci and fucking just Just yeah rolls off and swims away. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? That shit was insane. It's pretty crazy how they get out of the I love that they utilized the minefield. Well, the minefield, but I'm talking like his nose. His nose. Yeah. Like, that was a scary scene. For this one time, Pinocchio lie. Yeah. My name is Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. It was a really cute moment. I hate you, Sebastian. I hate you, Papa. Oh. I hate you too, Spazatora. <laughs> so good. I was like, how is he gonna how is he gonna get across? Yeah. Doesn't matter. He can just break his yeah, his tree trunk of a nose off at this yes. point. I love how it grows like that too, man. It looks so good, and it's like he gets to use the thing that he's been shamed for the most to help everybody. Yeah, and to get out of there. And I thought it was. I mean, they almost fall back in until the whale. Like, yep, that thing. 
is like an ancient like Leviathan. Yeah, dude. The thing was scary. It was dope. Isn't it originally just a whale? Yeah, it's a it's a huge whale. Huge whale. It's yeah. like they call it monstro. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because it's like a fucking giant monster. It's the Mako whale. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that happens as they escape. And that's what that's what leads you, us into the that's, ending. Yeah, because so. Pinocchio. Because he gets swallowed by the whale again, or the dogfish, whatever you yeah. want to call it, and then the fucking landmine is just stuck. Yes. And Pinocchio. Bam. So good. Bye bye. You won't be seeing him anymore. And then he just he he sprints into Death's office and is like, "Send me back now." I need to go back now. Geppetto yeah. is sinking into the abyss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so like scary watching him trying to save Geppetto. At that point, I'm like, is he dead? Arm. Yeah. And you can see him trying to use his weight, but he's just not heavy enough. Yeah, but he does get him up, though. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the spirit looks at Geppetto and is like, I just tried to give you joy. Yeah. And he's like, you did. You gave me terrible, terrible joy. I love it so much. Oh, my God. Just the dialogue. Everything about this movie. And what, what do you rate this movie? Um, I want to give it a nine. Gotcha. I think like a very solid nine. I think I'm right there with you. I... Just hate that they showed us uh, Geppetto and Spazzatura and Sebastian dying. You didn't like that? I mean, like, it's good storytelling. Yeah. But I just hated seeing them die. It it was really hard. After you just see the family come together, you so quickly see them fade away, as is but Pinocchio's that, I mean, life. As I say, that it's very emblematic of mm-hmm. Pinocchio's life. Life is a wonderful gift. Life is a highway. And I want to ride it all night long. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I say 9 out of 10. Really good, really good. Hell um, yeah. I think that's I think, what I got on it, I think it, that's man. it. I think that's it. Definitely go see Pinocchio on Netflix now. Fantastic movie, great for animation. And then definitely watch the doc afterwards, man. It's really good stuff. Let us know how you're feeling about our new three-camera format. We appreciate everybody who tuned into our last episode where we first incorporated it. We're going to be playing around with these angles and seeing what looks best throughout the next few episodes. Did you say what's best? Holy shit. (laughs) Go watch the what's best trailer on 66 Sound. There you go. All right, guys. I'm Zach Gosen. I'm Andrew Hall. This was the StoryWorks Podcast. Until next time. Sayonara. Sayonara.